Hello, everyone. This is Mike Lindstedt, president and co-founder of the Nehemiah Project, and you're listening to another episode of our weekly snippet of encouragement. I'm here with Pastor Chad. How you doing, Chad? Good, man. Good. Looking forward to diving into chapter nine of Proverbs. Chapter nine of Proverbs. So we have been doing this now for nine weeks. Wow. That's crazy. That's flying by. I hope all of you out there listening have been encouraged um, by these weekly snippets. Um, Mm -hmm. As you guys well know, and as Pastor Chad just said, we are working our way through Proverbs, and today we're on Proverbs chapter 9. So we get to look at wisdom and folly in the same proverb. It's a short proverb, yeah, because Proverb 8 was a longer one, but man, oh man, the the lines were drawn. Yeah, The lines were drawn. Yeah, Here's wisdom. This is exactly what it looks like. Here's the blessings. And we got three weeks before chapter 8 of looking at there's sin, there's adultery. That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. If you want that, like Proverbs 8 said, that's going to end in death. Mm-hmm. If you want life, you got to follow wisdom. Right. So the lines have been drawn, um, and there's been some serious reiteration. Uh, I'll say it that way, um, because it's not rocket science. You know, mm-hmm. Wisdom leads to life, eternal life, enduring wealth, like Proverbs right. 8 said, and uh, folly leads to death, yeah. eternal death. Mm-hmm. Separation so, from God. We're going to see that here, um, and uh, I think this is actually a really good proverb, man. So let's just dive into it. We have yeah. two sections in today, uh, today's proverb. It's split equally down the middle. We have verses 1 through 12 talking about wisdom, um, and then verses 13 through the end uh, of verse 18 are talking about folly. We have two women here again, uh, as we have seen, wisdom and the woman that is the opposite of wisdom today is called folly. Mm-hmm. So let's get to know these two women. We'll start at verse one. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her beasts. She has mixed her wine and she has also set her table. She has sent out her young women to call from the highest places in the town. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. To him who lacks sense, she says, come and eat of my bread and drink of the wine that I have mixed. Leave your simple ways and live and walk in the way of insight. Whoever corrects a scoffer gets himself abuse and he who reproves a wicked man incurs injury. Do not reprove a scoffer or he will hate you. Reprove a wise man and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man and he will be still wiser. Teach a righteous man and he will increase in learning. The fear of Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. For by me, your days will be multiplied, and years will be added to your life. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. If you scoff, you alone will bear it. So let's stop there. Let's get some commentary on this one going. Yeah, it's just the continual commentary from from chapter 8. Like you said, the lines have been drawn. And you see here where... Talking about Lady Wisdom, right? She's set her table. She's she's prepared a way for those who would turn to her. And she's out calling in the town, in the high places, you know, representing like making it known and yeah. saying, hey, whoever is simple, let him turn here, right? To him who likes sense, she says, come and eat my bread, drink of my wine. You know, talking again about um, fulfillment in that way. Yeah. And leave your simple ways, you know, speaking about sinful uh, simple ways that lack wisdom. And then you see the playing out of um, what happens from when you correct or rebuke a scoffer or someone who's wicked, who loves sin, versus when you rebuke or correct or teach someone who loves the Lord and loves wisdom. 
it's a stark contrast, right? The, yeah. If you try to tell a scoffer something, get out of my face. You're just man. gonna get abused, you know, you, right? Yeah, shut, you know, be quiet. Right? Or if you try to reprove a, a wicked man, tell him they're doing something wrong, you're just, they're, they're going to want to fight you. They're going to want to hurt you or get you away. But man, when you reprove or give instruction to a wise man, oh, thank you so much for telling me that. I didn't know he that. He gets wiser, right? When you give instruction. He will be wiser. When you teach a righteous man, he'll increase in learning. And then it reiterates again, we keep hearing this, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. This is also a commentary. You can you can kind of reverse engineer this a little bit mm. and ask yourself, when people instruct me, right? when people call out my sin, how do I respond? Yeah. Because wisdom comes with humility because you just want to, fear the Lord and glorify him with your life. So therefore, you know you have sin and you're thankful for the instruction. You're thankful for the reproof. You're thankful. And because of that humility, you increase in your wisdom. But pride is the one that marks the one who is simple and evil. We've seen that throughout all these Proverbs. And your response is one of wickedness and sin. And you hate the person that's pointing out your sin. Yeah. Right? And so... This is a really good place to ask yourself, man, if, okay, let's say I say I follow the Lord, but when, but when I'm met with my sin or someone points out my sinfulness, how do I respond? Mm-hmm. Because this says here, the one who fears the Lord responds with gladness and thankfulness and humility. Yeah. Yeah. And I love just verse 12, how it says, if you're wise, you're wise for yourself. If you scoff, you alone will bear it. Mm-hmm. Now, both of those emphasize you as an individual, mm-hmm. you know, and ultimately when we go to meet the Lord, right? When we die, yeah. you're going to stand before him by yourself. Yeah. There ain't yep. going to be no, oh, you know, like Adam said, oh, the woman you gave me made me do it. You <laughs> right, know, right. Or like Eve said, oh, the right. serpent made me do it. It's like, no, 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 right. no. You're going to be there by yourself. And the other side of that's also true. You can't say, yeah, but I grew up in a house that, that loved God. Yeah. But did you love God? Right. Right. Oh, I went to church. Yeah. But did you love God? Right. Yeah, like Jesus, I mean, I'm reminded of Matthew 7 where, Lord, Lord, look at all the things we did in your name, right? Yeah, yeah but I don't even know you. Right. You know, that's what he's going to say. Did you love God in your heart with all your heart? Wow. And did you glorify him? That's what you got to answer. Right. And the fruit of that shows in the way of your conduct, right? Because here it gets down to that in the way of, we say here all the time, we get this from scripture, what you believe is what you do. Mm-hmm. So this is showing you what a wise person does. Do you do what a wise person does? Yeah. If you don't, then you probably don't fear the Lord or yeah. something or something off, right. something wrong. And you know what's so cool about this? Just one more comment on this wisdom, you know, is uh, like I'm a college dropout, right? And I could use that as a label of like, oh, I'm not as smart as that person. Or I'm not as smart as this person, whatever. But you know what I have? Yeah. Right? I don't have any accolades of the world. Right. But I know the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And the scriptures have given me more wisdom yeah. than any college textbook ever gave me. Makes wise is simple. And I'm simple. <laughs> I'm very simple. But the Bible has given me understanding it's of what's true. going on in the spiritual realm right. and how that translates to the physical realm. Yeah. And I see things. When I say see, I mean I, I perceive things mm-hmm. that I never could perceive no matter right. how many PhDs or whatever I have after my name. And I'm not you know, downing mm-hmm. that. That's I mean, Wisdom and right. knowledge are something that I personally love and I have nothing against anybody who's got PhDs or masters or whatever. Like I have friends that have those things. Yeah. But what I am saying is we're talking about a qualitative difference mm-hmm. in this type of wisdom. Yeah. These are very different things. One is of the world. One mm-hmm. is of the spirit. 
right? And the wisdom of God surpasses just knowledge, mm-hmm. right? We see it come out in character, right, in your heart in all different ways. That's why it's so valuable. Yes. Where the knowledge of the world, yeah, you can be an expert about a subject mm-hmm. and you can be really helpful in that one subject, but that doesn't go into your character. Right. There's people who know a lot about important things who are scumbags. Yeah. <laughs> right? It doesn't go right. beyond knowledge, right? Right. But the wisdom of the Lord, God's word, it pierces through bone and marrow, the Bible says, right, right in Hebrews. Yeah. It gets to your soul. It gets to your character. Yeah. It comes out in all ways, right? Yeah. It's very powerful. It will transform your life. But mm-hmm. let's move on now to the second section and the final section where we see another woman. Um, She's back. And you know what's so interesting? <laughs> she back. You know what's so interesting, though, is her call in mm-hmm. verses 16 through 18 starts off the same way. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's, it starts off the same way as the woman wisdom. But let's dive in. Here we go. Verse 13. Right. The woman folly is loud. She is seductive and knows nothing. She sits at the door of her house. She takes a seat on the highest place, places of the town, calling to those who pass by, who are going straight on their way. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. And to him who lacks sense, she says, <laughs> stolen water is sweet. <laughs> And bread eaten in secret is pleasant. Right. But he does not know that the dead are there, mm-hmm. that her guests are the in the depths of Sheol. Yeah. And I read yeah. it that way because it says she's loud. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's I love how you how you read that because it emphasizes, I think, what Solomon's trying to say here. He's trying to show the silliness, the absurdity of folly. Yeah. Right. You know, she, she's seductive, but she knows nothing. Right. <laughs> right. She knows nothing. Right. She's sitting at the door of her house just going, hey, whoever's there, come right. on in. Come on in. You know, <laughs> whoever's simple, I've got all the same stuff wisdom's promising you. Yeah. But like we learned in earlier Proverbs, she looks sweet on her lips, as sweet as honey, but her legs lead down to death, to Sheol. Yeah. And it says it here again. Her, she, they have no idea that when you enter her doors, it's leading to death. That it it just represents this idea of slavery, this idea of death, this idea of entrapment, you know, and that's yeah. what sin does. You yeah. know, when we choose our sin, when we give way to that, because he's making this point. He's spent so much time showing the value of this beautiful wisdom and humility of the Lord to the absurdity and the stupidity of wickedness and and folly. Right, she just she's sitting at the door, just yelling the same stuff. Yeah, she but she has no idea. It's stupid. Right. It's stupidity. Yep. And those who would turn to it, man, you're going to be fooled. You know, it's this foolishness aspect of it. Look at the the promise and the offering here of what the lady wisdom says here. Mm-hmm. So she says, "Whoever simple, let him turn in here. To him who lacks sense, she says, come and eat of my bread." and drink of the wine I have mixed. Mm-hmm. Leave your simple ways and live and walk in the way of insight. Right. Now contrast that with the <laughs> Stolen woman water sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Stolen water sweet and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. That's all she says. <laughs> right. There's, right. there's no promise there Mm-mm. of life. Right. Um, she's actually not even offering you anything. And she's, she's just saying also, stolen water right. is better than working for it. That's right. Right. And, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant, meaning like bread is is a symbol of mm-hmm. uh, fulfillment, right? And so doing the things that no one sees, that's good. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, and I think we can all copy and paste whatever it is that we have. We know mm-hmm. what we do in sure. secret. That yeah. God knows what we do in secret. Mm-hmm. And and if you're a Christian, 
you know, we struggle with that. Like we don't actually find fulfillment and pleasure in those things mm-hmm. um, that is meaningful and enduring. Whereas, you know, before Christ, or if you're not a Christian, man, that's what you think pleasure is all about. And I can only right. say that from experience. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't, a, I didn't quote unquote grow up a Christian. Oh yeah. And the things that I used to be involved in, in secret, I thought that was pleasure, right? I thought that was, oh, this is what life's all about. Oh yeah. Right? And it's definitely not. No. It's definitely not. In fact, leads to verse death. 18 leads to death. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, she's talking about water and bread, but like you said, you can put anything you want into that. But it's also hearkening to this idea of going against and contrast everything wisdom has to say. Mm-hmm. You don't want to work. You don't want to be diligent. You don't have to work hard. She might as well have said that. Stolen water, meaning yeah. like don't work for it. Yeah. Don't be diligent. Don't don't worry about all that stuff. Today's vernacular, you're entitled. Yeah. You're entitled. Yeah, you don't. Like, you deserve this. It's yeah, a right for this. You should have this. Yeah. Like you don't, why work, work, don't work as hard. Yeah. You know, figure out how you can get by without having to work hard. Yeah. You know, how can you retire early? How can you do, like, it's all about self-indulgence, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or bread eating in secret. Like, I mean, you know, yeah. everything, that's that's sweeter, right? There's these little enticements. These, you know, you don't want to work hard for that. You don't. There wanna, is no secrets with the wisdom. Yeah. Right? You don't have a secret life, yeah, it's right? In, it's in her house. It's, it's right. all in the open. It's on the hill. It's, she it's, provides everything and you come in and you only receive. Mm-hmm. It's a gift. You receive gifts from right. wisdom, right? That's right. You don't you don't work, you don't steal, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's everything you have is a gift. Right. And but you find it diligently, right? right? That goes back to that word that yeah. intentionality, that diligently, that striving, that agonizing, that 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 running after the Lord, the denial of self. That's the yeah. part that sin hates. Yeah. And even as I'm looking over this again, notice notice the messengers here in verse three. Wisdom sent out her young women to call from the highest places of the town. You know, okay, so we look, mm. We learned in chapter eight of Proverbs that wisdom is the Lord, right? It was, yeah. It's eternal. Yeah. And look at what wisdom, how wisdom is getting the message out through her young women, right? Yeah. Well, you can look at the New Testament. How did Jesus get his message out? Besides, you know, obviously him ministering to people directly, right. he sent out his disciples. That's right. right? That's to preach right. the message of the gospel. Now contrast that mm-hmm. with the loud woman mm-hmm. who's just sitting at the door of her house, screaming. Right. <laughs> you know, doesn't send anybody right. out. Yeah. Hey, come here. You know, it's yeah. uh, it's just an interesting contrast here, and, and it's it's a literary mechanism. I mean, they're showing us by contrast here the mm-hmm. differences, mm-hmm. and so we have gleaned a ton of wisdom from these proverbs, and the first nine proverbs of this whole book are structured a particular way, and from this point forward, now we're getting into more of what people think of in proverbs in chapter ten, going all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. You know, these are one-liners, yeah. right? Just little nuggets of truth, right? That shape our lives profoundly. And so Mm -hmm. as we continue forward in the book of Proverbs, we're gonna read these little nuggets of truth, these little snippets of encouragement. And we'll make comments on on the ones that um, the Lord puts on our heart to make comments about. But please continue listening because we're here for you guys to encourage you guys with these weekly snippets of encouragement. That's right. And we thank you for listening to this one. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Nehemiah Project podcast. For more resources about addiction recovery, suicide prevention, and overcoming other life-controlling issues, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram and visit our website, tnproject.org. If you or someone you love is struggling, don't hesitate to reach out to us by calling 985-205-3022.